Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil alemin. Ve sallallahu ve barak alel aşrafil anbiya ve mursalin. Nabina Muhammed ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ve sallama teslima kathira. Ama ba'd. Elhamdülillah we began last week a discussion around Al-Hayd, yani the menstruation, and the ahkam that relate to this particular topic, yani the menstruation. And we mentioned some of the ahkam related to it. ta'ala, we hope that today we could conclude the discussion around it. Wabillahi tawfiq. And from the things we mentioned, first and foremost in the last lesson, is that the hayd, yani the woman's menstruation, prevents her from particular amour. And what were some of the things that we mentioned that it prevents the woman from? Entering the mosque. Entering the mosque, sahih? The hadith was weak now. The hadith was weak. But then but we mentioned that the hadith were, had many different asadid. <laughs> yeah, said the hadith has many different asadid. What did we say about that asadid though? The Islam, different Islams. All of them are weak. All of them weak. And all of them regard as being weak to the extent that they couldn't strengthen each other. Now, okay, so that's so that's not one of them we wouldn't say. Well, Allah's idol's best. What what are the things that she could definitely be prevented from in the sand? The salah, naam. So, we mentioned the salah, no one was prevented from the salah, and so, she prevented from so. Touching the mushaf, naam, marital relations. Exactly, so, what she's prevented from is the salah, and it was mentioned by Ibn Qadama, or wujubiha. So she prevented from the salah, and also she prevented from anything that. Uh, so she's not. It's not upon her to pray the salah or to make up that salah. However, the fast is in the scenario that she uh, she's on upon the menses, then she does not fast. However, it's upon her to make up for that fast. Now this is the difference. Now, uh, what else did we say? Tawaf, before the Tawaf as well, whether she's on Hajj or Umrah. And Talaq, what did we say about the Talaq? Get a divorce? Nah, so, so if the woman is on her menses and she is divorced and the Talaq occurs, then it counts as a Talaq. Nah, however, it's layer juice, it's not permissible because it's Talaq Bid'i. Yeah, this is a talaq which is bid'ah, it's a talaq which is innovated. So, we say that this is a talaq which is impermissible, however, it still counts. So even though the person does, uh, makes, he pronounces the talaq in this scenario, uh, it's something which is impermissible, but it still counts as a talaq. Now, what's another example of that as well? It's a talaq, we mentioned, we discussed it towards the end of the lesson. 
discuss that, but something about the talak, mention something regarding the talak, exactly, that if the man gives it three times, in one go, intended to be three separate talaks, now, then there's, there's, there's a discussion amongst Ahlul Ibn regarding it, however, that which is regarded as being the strongest of the opinions is what? That it counts, as all three, now, however, it's bid'ah, now, however, it's bid'ah, so, and <clears throat> thereafter, as well, we mentioned when the bleeding stops, then she can fast. There's no what, sorry? No. No relation, and what else? And no, and no salah. Now, so if she if she performs if she perf- if she performs the ghusl, then obviously everything is permissible. But what becomes permissible for her to do once the bleeding stops is to fast. And what else? We just mentioned the talaq. Now, the fasting and the talaq. However, the other actions are not permissible until she has uh, performed the ghusl. Does that make sense? Sorry. Now and uh, what's the proof that the the, the marital relations are not permissible? It's mentioned by Ibn Qadam, it mentions as a delete. The hadith, or what's the hadith? Alhamdulillah. It's a start. Now, then what, what is it? What is the proof? What is the proof? The hadith of the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, where he mentions, they salatu salam, it's not a kulu shay, a nikah. I so to do all the actions other than a nikah. Naam, a nikah here referring to the relation, the marriage relation. And so this is uh, sometimes, just you'd find that this word is used for marriage relations. So, Based on this narration as well, something we didn't ask last week, we asked now. Based on this narration as well, would you now say that uh, the Akt nikah is Laya Jews? That the Akt nikah to do a Nikah, basically to do a marriage whilst the woman is menstruating, would you say that this is impermissible? Because men regard as something else now. And so the intent is not the actual act of nikah. To do the act of nikah whilst, uh, whilst the woman is menstruating, and this is permissible. However, you have some of the kalam from Ahlul Ilm where they would say that it is better not to. And, it, and it's preferred that they would do the nikah whilst the woman is not menstruating. Now, for what is the reason?
No. Essentially, because as soon as the person is, uh, has concluded the kah, then it, the woman is permissible for him. However, due to that scenario where she's menstruating, she wouldn't be permissible for him in terms of relations. And then you've maybe caused yourself a greater fitna naam, than needed. Likewise, well, why you, this is why you find as well some of uh, I mentioned that the person should not conclude the Abd al-Nikah when? Ramadan. Now, for the same reason I mentioned, due to the fact that, of course, marriage relations are not permissible whilst fasting. So, and we said, what was the least amount of time that a, a woman could be regarded as being fasting? Uh, after one administration? One, yeah, one night, one day. And the longest time? 15? No. And what is the longest period of time, or what, sorry, what's the least period of time that can be regarded that she's um, upon, or she's she's found in uh, the state of purity? Now, the 30 days between purity, and what's the most? Unlimited. Why? Why is it unlimited? Because due to pregnancy, now due to pregnancy, but if the woman becomes pregnant, then the long there's going to be a longer period of time where she won't, won't be on the menses. And what can occur with some women is that they become pregnant, and then so there's no there's no uh, there's no menstruation in that period of time. So she has the child, and then due to rida'a, due to the the scenario where she's breastfeeding. This makes it longer. This makes this period of time where she doesn't menstruate even longer. And then directly after that, she gets pregnant again. And so there's another period of time. So it could be, it could be a period of time where a, a woman, yeah, they are allowed to handle's best, could go maybe two and a half years without menstruating. That's why there's no had there's no upper limit to the to the time now where we say that the woman is uh, menstruating. Or not menstruating. Now, so, uh, and as for the beginning, the woman that begins, so she's beginning the message. Now, with a right to them, the waktu tuhid fi mifli jalasat fi inan kata'a li akal min yomin o laylatin falaysa bihid. And so, this is referring to the to the woman or the girl that sees blood. So it's blood, and it can be it may be a case that she has begun menstruating, and this occurs. And so, in this scenario, Ibn Qudar mentions jealousy. Jealousy. She sits, but doesn't this mean she sits? Or after the literally means she sits, but does it does it mean that she sits in terms of this the text? We say jealous in this scenario. That if she so if she begins if she begins to bleed, then she just sits down. Is that what it means? So she sees blood. It says that she sees blood. 
No. Does it literally mean she sits down? No, okay. For my partner, Jellicent. What does he intend here by Jellicent? I'm a whole lot. Sorry? Okay, so what a jealous why does it say jealousy? What does it mean here? On the toilet? No. She? She stops, which is wajib. No. So essentially, jealous said it's kinayat and anil raha, yeah. She takes some rest, if you like. So she stops the action or she stops um, continuing to, the, to go on to pray and relax with that. So what is wajib upon her? She stops that. Naam. She stops that due to the fact that she's not aware of whether this may be her bleeding or not. Naam. Because remember, we're talking about the scenario of who? Who's this in the scenario? It's always going to be a woman. This, this is a... No, this, no, this, this, uh... This uh, identifies this, identifies that. It's always been women in, this, in this, these lessons. It's all about hate this woman. Now, Dave. So then what then? Who are we talking about, remember? Anyone that sees blood? Anyone blood? Okay. It's a woman, okay? It's, it's a woman. What type of woman are we talking about, Barakallah, people? Has the ability to menstruate, and so what's the, we're talking about essentially the woman that has not menstruated previously. Naam, so she's beginning the menses. Naam, so this is what is this is what is done. And inshallah, when we go further, it'll be clear why we say that if she sees the blood, as soon as she sees the blood, she stops and she stops praying, for example. So as soon as she sees blood, she stops praying. So, and then the Qutab goes on to mention, فَإِنَ اِنْقَطَعَ لِأَقَلْ مِنْ يَوْمُ وَلَيْدٍ فَلَيْسَ And however, if this, the bleeding stops for anything less than the period of a day and a night, then it's not regarded as being menstruation. Naam. And it's rather, rather what is regarded as being as demur fasid, or demur fasada. Naam. So, it's uh, if now she she sees blood, however the blood stops before the time has elapsed of one day and one night, then she does not regard it as being the menstruation. So then, what does she do? She goes back to the salawat. Does that make sense? No, because essentially she doesn't know. Now, so she goes back, but she goes back to the salawat at that point. So, Ibn Qadab goes on to mention after that, when Jawaza, when Jawaza Dalek, Walam Ya'abur Akfar al Hid, for Huwa Hid. And so, if it goes over one day and one night, then it is regarded as being menstruation. So if the bleeding goes over one day and one night, then it is regarded as being menstruation. Why? Hassan. 
because we said the least amount of time for it to be regarded as being menstruation is how long? One day and one night. So if the woman now, she sees blood for the first time, and it, that time period elapses, then she regards that as being the because, because it has fulfilled that minimum time period. It's fulfilled that minimum time period. Now, so thereafter, because now we're going to mention, if that the number of months now, and so if this continues for three months, now, now, so three months, one after the other, then this is what is regarded as being her head. Now, and it's regarded as being what is referred to as, as her ada. So this is the, the norm with her. So she waits for three months to see the manner in which the bleeding occurs. So she waits for three months. This is what was regarded as being the Adha. This is what was regarded as being the norm with her. So, for example, she begins to bleed and after five days elapsed, the bleeding stops. Then I think next, next, the, same, the next month, the same thing happens. And then the next month after that, the same thing happens. Now three months. At that point, she regards that time period of the five days as being her Adha. Naam has been the norm for her. Naam. And so this is important. Why? We'll come to it, but we'll, why do you think? Naam. Because the ahkam rulings will be based around if bleeding, if bleeding exceeds that amount of time. Naam. If, bleed, if the bleeding stops before those five days, for example, falabats, there's no issue with that. Now, maybe they may stop earlier. However, if the bleeding exceeds that time, which is now regarded as being her ada, and known for her, then there's other ahkam, and now it may not be regarded as being hey, depending, of course. But if it has exceeded that amount of time, it may not be regarded as being the ada anymore. Or may not regarded as being a hey anymore, rather. And so, these three days are used as a means to determine what her other these three months rather is used to determine what the other is now and so thereafter as mentioned if she exceeds a day and a night then the first thing that is regarded as being and this occurs over three months that is regarded as being her other Likewise, if she exceeds three, uh, one day and one night, then upon her is after that day and night has elapsed. So even if it's just one day, one night, for example, she means one day, one night, the bleeding stops. Directly after that, then she must do what? Make the ghusl. Now, then she must make the ghusl. Because now it's regarded as being the head. Because she's, she's that, that time period. That, that that lower limit in terms of the time period has elapsed. Now, and so thereafter, she continues with that. And then, now, 
And so if now, for example, she has the Ada, we mentioned in the, in the scenario she has the Ada, the, uh, the time period which is regarded as being, Allah Ta'ala's best, let's say, uh, five days. That's the Ada. So three months has occurred, five days, five days, five days. Then that's what is regarded as being a habit. That's regarded as being the norm for her. Then she exceeds that. And if she exceeds that, then what? If she exceeds that, then what? Sorry? She checks again for the next three months. Okay. You all agree? She checks again for the next three months. I remember he's shaking his head. So, she's established her idol now. She's established a norm. For three months, for example, she's been bleeding for five days. And it just stops. So that's the idol now, five days. On the fourth month, she bleeds for longer. Six days, seven days. Then what? So, so she'll do what, sorry? Reset. Riyadh's not having it. Riyadh's not having it. Reset how? We're not talking about phones, okay? Reset, okay. If it exceeds day and night, okay. Okay, so she's had she she's she's had the five days, and then when she exceeds that, then you say it's a new menstrual cycle. Why is that a problem? There's a minimum what? Because a minimum time period between term two menstrual cycles, which is the menstrual thirteen days. So you can't have one, then straight away another one. As a continued one. Okay, then what's what happened to either then if it's continued then? Either's can be broken. But what's the point of having it then? If we just say any time it's bleeding, then it's the menstruation. Why would we need to establish an either at that point then? To treat as a medical issue. Okay, then if she treats as a medical issue, then what? Other than go to the doctor. Yeah, then Sharan. If she treats it as a medical issue, then what? Hmm? She makes kudu for every salad. Okay. So she, has, she goes back to praying, you're saying? She goes back to praying. And they don't agree with that. So after five days, if she's still bleeding, she goes back to praying. And it says makes wudu after, after every salad. Heads are shaking, nose everywhere. <laughs> His nose everywhere. Fasting is okay for her. But listen, Ari, the bleeding hasn't stopped. No. Essentially, that's what it is. So that is the case. She just goes back to praying. It does go back to so it's now not regards being the head. I do, there's a reason why she sets the ada. The ada, so her her ada, her her uh, her norm is set so that when she know she knows that this amount of bleeding is normal. 
Anything that exceeds that is no longer regarded as being the hayd. Is no longer regarded as being yani menstrual bleeding. Hence why, this is why, as we mentioned when we first began this chapter, that this whole bab itself is can be problematic. Now, because the scenario that we're given is one which is quite straightforward. Now, where she has an ayda three months, and then the four month, fourth month, she goes outside of that ayda. Now, so then that now it's, it's quite straightforward. Because in that scenario, if she has her norm, and she goes outside of that norm, anything that exceeds the norm is regarded as being an istihada. Now, I'm regarded as being what's referred to as istihada, which is irregular bleeding, essentially. Now, it's just irregular bleeding. So it's not regarded as being the devil head. When they have the menstrual, menstrual bleeding and it has all of its own ahkam. Uh, then you have the irregular bleeding, which has ahkam as well. They are, they are two separate things. Now, so you have the menstrual bleeding and you have the irregular bleeding. Now, and so. Now, so then when it comes to this uh, istihada, then what is upon her is to continue the actions of ibadah. Now, to continue the actions of ibadah, however, upon her, as Ibn Qadabah goes on to mention, and we've got on to, we've got on to read it, upon her is to wash the private parts and perform the wudu before every salah. Naam, so before the wudu, before every salah. And so this is similar to who? Because of this now. So the one that has, as referred to, has the tessensula bowl. Now that's the one that has uh, uh, urinal incontinence, for example. So in this scenario, they take the same ruling. And so, istihada is... Uh, Sheikh Abedi mentions this irregular bleeding is of three types. So the irregular breed, uh, bleeding is of three types. And it's important to know, uh, it's important for the woman to identify which of the three this, this one could possibly be. Because as I mentioned, that scenario that we previously discussed is one which is very straightforward. But we can see where, for example, it may be that it becomes more complicated going forward. So there's three types. The first one the Shaykh mentions, Allah, is the istihada mu'tada. The istihada mu'tada. And this is the istihada where it's continuous. So it's, a, it's, a, it's, the, it's the bleeding, which is salim. However, it's ghayr adi. So it doesn't occur at particular times. Now, it doesn't occur at particular times. However, there's nothing along with the bleeding. And then you have the mustahad or istahada wabayza. Now, 
Alright, so this is the Ustahada where it's known. You know whether it is the head, whether it's the menstruation, and not. You can tell the difference between that and the menstruation. So there's a differentiation between the two. And then you have Mustahada Mutahayra. Nafan Mustahana Mutahayra. And the Mutahayra is where this bleeding occurs, Yani Fajatan. Naam Fajatan. Yani it's the bleeding that occurs and it is Yani sudden. So it occurs upon her in a sudden manner. And so this no doubt is something which is a cause of confusion. And so all of these are different types of uh, irregular bleeding. The different types of irregular bleeding and how they can occur. Now and as for what we mentioned in relation to the um, nam, the the one that has istihada and thus performs wudu, nam. So they wash the right part and then perform the wudu thereafter. Then the proof for that. Is the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and it's a narration of Lahmana bin Tajash. He nashakat ilay kafat dam. So this narration, she complained to the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. About the large amounts of blood. And so the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam, he advised her to place the cotton upon the, the bleeding and this place of bleeding. And so thereafter, He advised her to wash it away. And likewise, as well, we have a similar narration which is found in the Sunnah of Abi Dawood. The Sunnah of Abi Dawood. And both narrations are narrations which are Hassan. So the first narration. Is one which is found in the Sunan of Tirmidhi. The Sunan of Tirmidhi. Where Tirmidhi mentions that this hadith is Hassan al-Sahih. And along with that as well, he mentions that Sa'al to Muhammad. I asked Muhammad about this narration. Who's saying this? Tirmidhi saying, I asked Muhammad about this narration. 
I asked Muhammad about this narration, and he said that it's Hassan. I asked Muhammad about this narration, and he said it was Hassan. Who is Muhammad? I asked Muhammad about this narration. He just says Muhammad. He say Muhammad bin Fulan, Fulan. He just says, I asked Muhammad about this narration. And he said, it's Hassan. Imam Bukhari. His name was what? Ibn? No. Muhammad ibn Ismail. And so... Here, as this is a proof, or this this is a now proof, I guess, of what, or indication of what. Uh, this him asking uh, Imam Bukhari this about Tirmidhi and Bukhari. What was their relationship? Now, so from the from the teachers of Imam Tirmidhi is Imam Bukhari. Now, from the teachers of Imam Tirmidhi is Imam Bukhari. And so, Imam Bukhari mentioned this is a hadith which is Hassan. Hadith which is Hassan. And so, in reality, there's actually a book of this. A book of hadith, which is an excellent book. It's called Su'alat al Tirmidhi and Imam Bukhari. Where it's all, it's a list of a large amount of questions, even not all. A large amount of questions which Imam Tirmidhi asked ask Imam Bukhari. Now, so it's just about maybe for this hadith, for what is the rule of this hadith, what does Imam say about this narrator? And this essentially is uh, really and truly from some of the, the gems in the books of hadith that you can find, where you have the, the, the Imam, someone that becomes an Imam, he may even be the Imam at the time. Ask your question to another imam, and you're hearing about their narrations and what they what their opinions are on narrations and what their opinions on are on the ruat the narrators as well. And so this is this is no uh, doubt ilm which is thameen, knowledge in of itself within these books which is valuable. And alhamdulillah, these things shouldn't be lost. These things shouldn't be lost. I shouldn't be replaced by podcasts. And everything else that we have now. These this is where you have to end. Now we have the the, the questions we'll ask back and forth. best. Now and so this is this is the proof for that particular narration. Allahu A'ala. And now Ibn Khudama, as we mentioned, he makes the comparison between the Istihada, you know, the irregular bleeding, and the sensual both. Now, so the one that has continuous urination, and the rulings that are applied from to this, and the rulings that are applied to that as well. Now, and so we mentioned as well that you have the one which is Mu'tada. And the one that has the bleeding, and it is continuous and ongoing. Then she, if she has continuous bleeding, how does she distinguish when it when it is time for her head? How does she distinguish the head from the just the bleeding? 
Irregular bleeding. Go back to what we've discussed before. The time. That could be one, yeah. What else? The colour now. The colour of the blood, which is what? No, so if it's what? No. Which one? Which one? Which? The the one with the bleeding one. The the all it's all bleeding. Which one? It's all bleeding. Which one? Which one? For the dark one for the beginning. For the beginning. For the height. No. So the dark one for the height. No. And then. No irregular bleeding. Zakalah head. So so you have the thicker blood essentially is what would be rega- regarded as being the height and the thinner blood which is regarded as being irregular bleeding. So this is how she can distinguish as well. Now, so we mentioned she can distinguish it by what? Ahmad mentioned. So the, the, the time she's, she's, she's bleeding continuously so then she takes the minimum amount of time that, she, that can be between two periods. Now, or as mentioned that the consistency of the blood itself which could be which should be what and what? What's it? So the thinner for the irregular bleeding, thicker for the menses blood, and darker for the menses blood. The asphalt, yeah, exactly. What else? Fakhir is the thick blood, thick black blood. Yeah, the fakhir is the thick black blood. Now, now, and the rakiq is the thin red blood. Now, the normality of the days. More or less, I just want to make sure you're right though. Can you explain further? Yes. Don't feel the no pressure. <laughs> we've, got, we've got time, we've got time, don't worry. Ascent. The first few months will determine the normality. Exactly that. So, say for example, she knows that for the, within those first three months, every 28 days, that's when she begins her menses. After, after 28 days, she begins her menses. Or after 30 days, she begins her menses. And then she is afflicted with whatever caused her to have irregular bleeding. So her eyes is established. Maybe established for years even. And then, however, now she's afflicted with something that has caused irregular bleeding. What does she do? She waits for that time of 30, for 30 days to elapse. And she knows that every 30 days, that's when her menses begin. Then she'll, be, then she'll begin, she'll take the ahkab of the menses at that time. Does that make sense? So be first, she may have first, she may have continuous bleeding, not stopping every single day. And what we, have to, and what we meant mean by continuous bleeding as well. Sometimes it may not be large amounts of blood, but any form of blood is bleeding. And any form of blood is has to take some sort of hookup. So she has continuous bleeding, but she knows every thirty days. She the, this is when her menses begin. This is what she's known from before. Now. And so, if she now has continuous bleeding, every 30 days, that's when she begins to take on the ahkam of the menses. Meaning what? What does she do? What doesn't she do? 
She doesn't pray as a fast. These things here. Now. And then if she's still bleeding after, say, her, say she, she, she knows she bleeds every 30 days. And then uh, she bleeds for a period of five days. Now. Then when those 30 days are up, she takes on the hookup of the hand. She takes on the hookup of the one that is menstruating. After that, after five days, if she's still bleeding, as we mentioned anyway, then she's that like anything that exceeds that is regarded as being what? Irregular bleeding. That's regarded as being irregular bleeding. And so then she continues the hookup of the one that is not hard. Does it make sense? Jayant. That's straightforward, inshallah. What about if she doesn't have an idol? Yes, maybe, maybe for example, it's uh, some months is 30 days, some months 28 days, some months 32 days, some months in the What does she do? Does she go off the... <coughs> the, 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 the history months she got off the history months meaning that she so she based upon the history months maybe what else who else has, has a suggestion six or seven days why six or seven no. So, what about the time period between? So, it goes 15. And so, the person goes upon. So, basically, they judge it upon, as the Bible mentioned, the Ada of others. That was the general Ada. Now, so she, can't, she doesn't have an Ada for herself. Of course, that's Ola. What's first and foremost is that she judges it upon her own norm, because her body. However, if she's not able to judge it upon her own norm, then she judges it upon the other that is generally known. And what is generally known, for example, is the a period of a sport, yani seven days. Now, so she does it. So she will judge it upon that, because of course she can't go a whole period of just not praying. So she judges it upon. The Ada, what is generally known as the Ada. Now, now this, is, this is also mentioned here by Ibn Qadaba. So he mentioned, When Kanat, Ayamid or Sabaton. Lam li anahu ghalibul adatul nisa. And so he mentions, Rahmahullah, scenarios. So if she just began the period, so just began menses, or she forgets what her ada is, Lam, or there's no, she doesn't have any tabiyyis, so she doesn't know, she doesn't have a particular ada, as we mentioned. Then, her head, yani her menstruation, uh, is regarded as being six, could be six or seven days. 
Now, because it's the ghalib, what is this? Is the ghalib of the nisa. This is what is known from the generality amongst the nisa, amongst the women. So it goes back to what is generally known for the women and not what is known from her. Why? Because she's not able to distinguish. So here, Ibn Qudama is mentioning, we mentioned the example, which example did we just mention from those three? If she doesn't know now. So basically, if she's not able to distinguish, that's the last of the three. So you have three examples. You have the one that has just begun. So she's just began the menstruation. Then you have the one which is Nasia. The woman which is Nasia. She's forgotten her Anna. And you have the third now where she doesn't, she's not able to distinguish her Anna. Now, so we mentioned the example of the third. She's not able to distinguish her Anna. Now you have the second, which is, or the first rather, which is the individual that has just begun fasting, uh, just began the menstruation, sorry. So she just began the menstruation. What does it mean that the individual just began the menstruation? Just started, so what then? What, when do we, when did it, do we consider someone just started? For what period of time? When it's not been happening for 13 days? Never happened before. So then when does it, when did, when do we stop regarding that person as being someone that hasn't hasn't just started their menstruation? Three months. Makes sense. Why? Because three months is there to establish what? Determine what? The other. The other. So you determine the other by way of those three months. So anything within those side those, within those side those three months. So within within those three months, but of people. Then she is regarded as being someone that has just started the message. Because she does not have an ayah which is established. Now, and so then this, this is what the, this is the account that will be uh, used in that regard. Does that make sense? Yeah? <laughs> then you have the individual, the woman that has forgotten what her ayah is. Now, it could happen. It could happen where she doesn't remember, Did was it, if the last menstrual cycle, was it five days, was it six days, was it seven days? How many days were between each menstrual cycle? No, she said no. And so in this scenario here, again, she takes the same ruling. All out of Allah. Now, and then finally in this chapter, Ibn Qadar mentions, well, hamil, la tuhib. As for the Hamil, as for the the Hamil, a woman that is pregnant, then she does not have a period. Now she does not have a menstrual, she doesn't menstruate. Yani. So as for the woman that is Hamil, she does not menstruate. And so thus, uh, any time there is blood, then it's not regarded as being the blood of menstruation. If, she's, if it's established that she is pregnant, and then she sees bleeding, then she does not regard this as being blood of menstruation. Now, 
And then if the blood occurs two days or three days before the menstruation, or before before Wilada, before before childbirth, then it's not regarded as being the double head, that's not it's not regarded as being the menstrual blood, but it's regarded as being the blood of what? The first now postnatal bleeding. Now and so it's regarded as being the blood which is which occurs after the woman gives birth. So that's a short discussion around uh the menstruation and again we say it's a short discussion because there's so much more that can be dis- can be discussed around it, surrounding it. I love to analyze best. And what we will do, inshallah, is go on to the next chapter because it's a very short one. And it's the Bab on Nifas. So the chapter regarding the Nifas, the chapter regarding the menstrual or the regarding the postnatal bleeding, rather. So the Qudar mentions. هو الدم الخارج بسبب الولادة وحكمه حكم الحيض. And so it is the blood which leaves the body as a result of childbirth. As a result of childbirth. And it takes the same hukum, the same ruling as the ruling when it comes to the head, the administration. Now, I said, what does it mean when it takes the same ruling? I said, stop doing all the same things that the woman that is uh, menstruated does. And she stops all of those things. And so, Now, Ibn Khudab was a submission, وَأَكْثَرَهُ أَرْبَعُونَ يَوْمًا وَلَا أَحَدْ لِأَقَلِّهِ Now, وَمَتَى رَعَتْ تَهْرُ اتَّسَلَتْ وَهِيَ طَاهِرَةٌ فِي الْعَادَةِ فِي مُدَّةِ الْعَرْبَعِينَ فَهُوَ لِفَاسِ أَيْضًا And so, the upper limit for the defas, for the menstrual, or for the postnatal rather, postnatal bleeding is 40 days. Now, so it's 40 days is the upper limit for the postnatal bleeding. Anything less than that, and there's no, there's no lower limit. So, for example, a woman may bleed, may have postnatal bleeding for one week, and then it ends. There's no lower limit. As for the, that which is the upper limit, and that which is the most amount of days, and the most amount of days it can be is 40 days. The most amount of days it can be is 40 days. And this is due to the hadith of Umm Salama. And she mentions, كانت النفساء على أحد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم تعقد بعد نفاسها أربعين يوما أو أربعين ليلة. And so she mentions that the postnatal bleeding, women of postnatal bleeding, in the time of the Messenger of Allah would sit and remain 
after they're bleeding or during their bleeding for the, the period of 40 days or 40 nights. And this is a narration which is found in Surah of Abu Dawood. And the, the Tirmidhi. Again, the word, the word mentioned here, Taka'udu. You need to sit, essentially. But when we don't, it doesn't mean to sit, of course. What did we say it meant previously? To stop doing the particular action, to rest, stop doing the actions of obligation. So in this scenario, it's talking about the postnatal bleeding. And so they would, on uh, Salama mentions the period of 40 days. On Salama, Rani Allah, al mentioned the period of 40 days. So, what if it is before 40 days? What does she do? She makes ghusl, and then goes back to the wajibat. This is for 40 days. What if it's after the 40 days? We'll take the rule of istihad. We'll take the rule of irregular bleeding. Now, so... If it's after the 40 days, anything that exceeds that is no longer regarded as being the demoni fast. It's no longer regarded as being the postnatal bleeding. Rather, it's, <coughs> it's regarded as being the irregular bleeding. And if it's the irregular bleeding, then what do we say? The, what is done with the irregular bleeding? To wash and then to make wudu before every salah. Now, they've got other measures as well. So that if she sees that she's become pure, i.e. the bleed has stopped, then she performs the ghusl, as we mentioned. She performs the ghusl. And she's now upon, uh, upon tahara. She's tahira. She's upon purity. And if now <coughs> she does so, and then within that time period, the the bleeding returns. During that time period, the bleeding returns. Then what? Is the question clear? Okay. Kala, I know it's getting late. Don't worry. We nearly done. We nearly done. Stretch, stretch every and then get back. Now, so we're saying she has the postnatal bleeding. It stops. What, do, what does she do if she stops? Now, the ghusl returns back to action. Because she's for purity. What happens if she bleeds again? It depends what time period. Okay. So then, depends on what. Depends on what in regards to the time. The minimum time that can be hired. Okay. So if it's before then. So if it's before then, so it's regarded as being istihada. Okay. So the 13 days. So if it's, if it's before 13, say 7 days then. 
Okay, she treats as a regular bleeder, yeah. She so so the they say she treats as irregular bleeding. Up to four, she, she's in the process of bleeding. Okay. Okay. So it could be her menstruation. So let's, let's just sort out the answers that we have. Now, so for them, Zola, Khair gave two answers. So we'll, we'll, we'll sort them all out. So the first answer was that, uh, what did he say for that? <laughs> so, before, so before the minimum days, that's one. So before the minimum days, so if it occurs before those 13 days, now, so if she starts bleeding again, and it's before 13 days since she stopped bleeding before, then it's regarded as being irregular bleeding, is what you're saying. Okay. And then, of mine, you're saying if it's within those 40 days, then it's still regarded as being nefas. Okay. And if there, we said again after that, that. It could be, it could be regarded as being her, her height. Nifas. That's that's what that's what of mine saying. They're different, yeah. So if she starts bleeding again, you're saying it could be it'll be the head now. Okay. So essentially, or rather, uh, of mine's all like mentioned is correct. Is that it is the nifas. So if it's within the forty day period, even if she's stopped bleeding and she's gone back to salah, fast and everything. Now, but the bleeding starts again. And it's still within that forty day period, based on the aforementioned hadith, then we know that that is the nifas. So it still takes the period of the nifas. And so she stops praying again. So she stops all of those actions again. Now because it's still within that time period. And so this is the general ruling when it comes to Al-Nifas and Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala knows best. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> 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 After that, I want to have the name. Now, the the question, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, the question, repeat the question. The question, for example, like, it's never a question from me, but it's from the Shara. They yeah. have more explanation. Uh, if the person, for example, is forbidden to join the wife, who's time of the period? At the time of the ministry, yes. Yeah, if, if he goes, what is going to be on transparent for her, or if in Ramadan time? Sorry, so if... If it's the case of the, the, 
the marriage relations occurs in Ramadan, then there's a specific there's a specific punishment mentioned or specific kafara mentioned. Now the kafara for that essentially is the the uh, fasting of the two the the the, 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 the free the slave, fasting of the two bumps totality, and then also feeding for each of those sixty days. If the person's not able to do that, then he's, then he's free of any responsibility in that regard. But no doubt the person that does so is Adam, it's, it's sinful. Now, this is also the same thing that occurs. It's not the same kafara, uh, it's not the same thing, not expiation. However, no doubt the person that does so, if the person was to have uh, relations with the wife while she's menstruating, that's something which is uh, mentally and something which is prohibited, then, of course, it is also... Uh, uh, something which is a person after him as well. He's a blame well before as well in that regard. So is that if you do bite the animal? Like, if you have some, like, have relations with your wife or not? No, if something's done, done by way of uh, khata, then anything that occurs by way of khata, by way of error, then this is, the person isn't taken into regard by way of error. As I mentioned in the hadith, this is something which is uh, excused from this, from this umma, is that they fall into error. And uh, the ayah as well, Allah Ta'ala mentions, Rabbana la ta'akhidna illa sina wa akhta'na. Oh, Allah, do not take us into account if we forget or we are erroneous. So, error is not, is not in regards to that. No, Allah. Barakallah fikum. Next chapter is Kitab al-Salah. As if we're going to do Kitab al-Salah, I don't know if we're Not if ever, but we might go on, go straight to Kitab al-Siyah. As Ramadan is approaching, so we'll see, inshallah. We'll see, we'll see what's what's best, inshallah. Huh? The women's stuff's over for now. Zakum lakhir, barakallahu fiikum, wa akhdu alaihi wa sallam.